1: Welcome to Watch Fanatics Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin. And I'm David. And here we'll have an entertaining discussion on everything and anything Watch-related. Please remember to like and subscribe on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. And check out our website at watchfanatics.ca. Enjoy the show.
2: Hey listeners, what's up?
1: What's up, Watch fans? Hi, you down?
2: kevin what are we going to talk about today
1: oh today we are talking about famous chefs and what they wear on their wrist actually before we talk
2: about that what inspired you for this episode this topic
1: you know as well as i do i love to eat too i also have a food ig handle so i post food all the time i look at food i eat food and i try different foods from all over the world so it's one of my other passion hobbies all right so i'm um, just bring them both together in one
2: cool cool when i was doing some research for the show as a chef technically depending on what state you are you're not supposed to wear watches well um, why is that sure you can for sanitation reasons no
1: jewelry including watches no i'd have to agree i'd have to agree
2: i don't want my chef wearing a watch knowing this
1: well since you're ocd it's a good thing you don't go back to the kitchen whenever you go to a restaurant because oh, i know you probably won't eat
2: oh yeah the thought of it like oh,
1: right yeah,
2: that's why i see like open window kitchens i will refuse to look back there because <sighs> there would be something that'll set me off and i'd leave i'd leave and ruin the night for everybody
1: anyways getting back to the watches and chefs who's your first chef the first chef I will talk about is Ludo Lefabre. Okay. Yeah, have you tell us about Ludo? He used
2: to be on a show called Taste. Okay. And it is a great show. I actually watched two seasons. I think they only had two seasons, but with it was with um, Nigella and Anthony Bourdain, and I think Marcus Samuelson. Is Marcus
1: Samuelson. Okay.
2: Uh, you would see Ludo always wearing. Bell & okay. Ross Heritage, BR01-92. Yeah,
1: beautiful That's, watch. Uh, that is almost on your list. I know you want a BR05. Yes, one Similar. He's also been photographed in
2: different media and in this watch. It wasn't just on the show. I think he's done a few YouTube videos where he's also wearing the Bell & Ross BR01 carbon. Um, okay. Yeah, so I guess he's a fan of Bell & Ross. And this watch is good for 100 meters, 45 millimeter case, and 11.5 millimeters in thickness.
1: And your chef? Uh, my first chef is celebrity chef Salt Bay. His real name is uh, Nuret Goki. I'm pronouncing it wrong. I apologize. He's the viral butcher turned celebrity chef. He was famous for sprinkling salt on meat. Yeah, bouncing off his elbow. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, world Mm. famous for that. He has a few restaurants around the world. He's Turkish descent, and uh, he loves to wear his Patek Philippe 3700, which is yellow gold nautilus uh, with diamond bezel, I believe. So he's always seen wearing that watch and his sunglasses.
2: I've only seen him on like Instagrams.
1: Oh, you should watch a YouTube video. This guy's an amazing butcher. He can slice up a leg in minutes. And he's also a chef, right? Mm-hmm.
2: okay. Yeah, so he I has a few he's restaurants. A butcher.
1: Yeah. Okay, cool. Good for him. No man. no no. No, no. He's amassed master. a very nice business, restaurant business. Cool, cool. Yep. <laughs> he's just everyone's watching him. He's He's just the cool butcher, the coolest chef, I guess you can say. If you go to his restaurant, you're lucky enough he's there. He'll come to your table and he'll cut your meat for you and then he'll make you sprinkle salt and he'll throw his knife down onto the wooden chopping block. It's pretty cool. All right, Dave. So it's time for your number two chef and uh, what is on his wrist? Who'd you pick? What's on her wrist is uh, a chef
2: from L.A., Los Angeles. Yeah. She's been on a few shows, a lot of publication, a lot of interviews on media. And her restaurant that she's involved with is increasing in popularity in L.A., the Bazaar. Holly Jiven is a fan of the G-Shock, GA100-1A1. And this is a watch she actually wears when she, she's in the kitchen.
1: Sorry, I almost thought you said something else. That's why I'm dying here.
2: What did you think I said?
1: I thought you said she's a fan of the G-spot. Because <laughs> well, your mind is always in the gutter, dude. Uh, I apologize.
2: It's a big watch, 55 Mill by 51.2 mil it's 16.9 millimeters in thickness anti-shock anti-magnetic and a value at 110
1: bucks that's usually what she wears she doesn't have anything more elaborate than that in the interview she
2: hinted that she did upgrade her watch but she found herself going back to g-shock
1: okay Hey, that's a that's a great watch for multi purpose, right? You can wear that anywhere.
2: Easy to clean too, it's rubber. So you could dunk it, put soap on it till day's end, dunk it in alcohol, sanitizer, it doesn't matter. No materials will corrode, no precious metals will corrode. Go nuts. And your second chef.
1: Alright. My second chef is one of the most famous celebrity chefs. Mr. Anthony Bourdain. His birthday is actually in a couple days. He's born on June 25th.
2: Oh, wow.
1: Yeah, he, um, he took his own life June 8th, 2018. It's kind of sad, actually, for me to talk about him. I, I didn't really want to pick him, but... Um, why did you? Because I, I, I want to celebrate his life like everybody else does, because he was not only a chef. He started as a chef. He spent um, a long career in the kitchen. He was executive chef at uh, Brasserie Le Halles in Manhattan, and then he wrote a book, uh, Kitchen Confidential. Yeah, and then he got signed on to do some television shows. So he started uh, a Cook's Tour. We've seen them all. You've seen them all, I'm sure.
2: No, I haven't, but I've seen a lot of oh, them. You I read his book, oh, okay.
1: Kitchen Confidential. Yes,
2: this guy can write. Anthony Bourdain is a brilliant writer. It's. His attitude shaped the world's perception of chefs. You
1: know, you always thought... Of chefs and food. And food, you're right, yeah. yeah. He, he's going to be a legend. He's done amazing work, and um, I can't say enough good things about him. I've yeah. seen all his television shows, a cook's tour, uh, no reservations, uh, the short, the layover, and uh, parts unknown which is still currently on on TV, on CNN. He's a culinary genius. He has an uh, amazing voice for narration, audiobooks. I think you've listened to his audiobooks, no? Yes. His No Reservations. Uh, amazing yeah. voice. He's a so, charismatic dude, man. Yes. He knew his stuff. I don't know why he took his own life. It was probably because of the the stress of traveling... I don't know how many days a year he'd travel, but
2: he's never at home. He suffered from uh, depression. Right. Like clinical depression. And Mm -hmm. um, who knows? So many factors could have been involved.
1: In terms of watches, this man was best known for wearing a Datejust. He wore his Datejust around all the time. I'm not sure exactly which reference number. But it really doesn't matter because they look pretty much the same. He also had a Panerai. Yeah, I forgot what reference, but he's known for a radio mirror. Oh as okay. far as I recall. Panerai yeah. just won a court
2: case today. Against uh, against a Chinese manufacturer. They make homages, but they were accused of being replicas.
1: Are you sure it wasn't Bell and Ross?
2: <laughs> <laughs> What's your third chef?
1: Oh, we're doing my third already?
2: Yeah, let's do your third.
1: All right, well, my third is Ordain's buddy Eric Repert, uh. Repart, repaired. and um, he's probably his best friend and also the gentleman that found him in his hotel room on that fateful day. Uh, I like this guy because these guys are like um, just best buddies. They work very well together. They've been on many episodes together. And Eric is also a renowned chef and co-owner of uh, Le Bernardine in New York City. He's a Um, very
2: charismatic guy, too.
1: He's famous for wearing his Vacheron Constantine American 1921 Historic, which is the... Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? I had one on my wrist. Yeah, the, the driver's watch. Where the dial is turned uh, 15 degrees, yeah, around there. I don't know the
2: exact degrees, but the crown is between 1 and 2 position, and so is right. the number 12. Tw- number 12 is just below the crown.
1: Yeah, the number 12 is at the 1 o'clock. Is it 1 o'clock? Yeah, I think it's 1 o'clock.
2: Oh, okay. You did the research, right? I'll go by what you say. Yeah. The
1: crown is just above the 12. Anyways, this watch is amazing, it's a gold case... It's a square, roundish square case, uh, 18 karat gold. It has Arabic numerals and a small seconds at the four o'clock. I'm gonna say four o'clock, bottom right corner. And what's good about this watch? You can wear it while you're driving, and you don't have to turn your wrist and take a left hand off the steering wheel and you can tell the time. Or if you're riding a motorcycle,
2: yeah,
1: or a bicycle for that matter, if you're yeah, gonna do that.
2: that's right. Yeah. Riding a bicycle Driver's with watch. your Vacheron. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's only 25,000 US, so why not? Eh?
2: And he wears a gold one?
1: Yes. Wow. Yes, he does.
2: Good for him, man.
1: It's a very nice watch. I, I've had this on my wrist. looks nice. Beautiful.
2: Oh, I love it. It's unique. The only other watch I know with that angle is a, a, a Seiko did something like that in the past.
1: Yeah. So I love it. Yeah, an old Seiko Chrono, isn't it? hmm Getting back to celebrity chefs, we have one more chef and one more watch. Who is, is your last chef and what was he or she wearing?
2: The third chef I looked at is Guy Fieri. Oh, yeah. He's been known to wear several watches. A Seiko Tuna, a Rolex Yachtmaster. But mm-hmm. uh, one that pops up a lot w- when I researched was the Doxa. He wears a Doxa 750T GMT. Oh. Yeah. He likes the, that one. The orange. It's an orange one, or yeah. orange style. No, GMT has two screw down crowns, 44.7 millimeters in diameter, 14 millimeters thick. It's on a cushion case, and it's good to 750 meters.
1: 750 750 wow impressive yeah he's he's a big watch guy who knew yeah no he likes he wears a lot of rolex too uh, correct me if i'm not yeah if I, I'm wrong.
2: yeah i've seen him um, a lot with the rolex yacht master
1: mm-hmm. i've seen a lot of triple d's over the years and uh, you and i have both been to a couple of his recommendations and they were pretty damn good they are good. I, I like him, man. He has a lot of hate out there. I mean,
2: <laughs> I don't know. He does his own thing, I don't right? Care. There's a lot of snobbery, I'm sure. With everything, right? Same with watches. He, a lot of snobbery. You know what?
1: He does his own thing. He's a celebrity chef. He's wildly popular. Who cares about the haters?
2: Right? That's right, man. Probably why I like
1: him even more. Because he just don't care. That's right. No blanks given.
2: All right, listeners. So, hey, tell us what you think.
1: Have a good one. See you next week. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Please remember to subscribe to our website, watchfanatics.ca, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram. Thank you.